0: Welcome to Specialty Stories. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, where I get to talk to amazing physicians about their specialty. This week is a very non-traditional specialty, a much newer specialty. We're going to be talking about clinical informatics. Now, our physician today is a pediatrician by training, specializing in pediatric critical care. But her main focus now is being the Chief Medical Information Officer at Stanford Children's Hospital and the Program Director for the Clinical Informatics Fellowship. We're going to talk all about what clinical informatics is, and we jump into the conversation talking about how Dr. Natalie Pageler first became interested in clinical informatics.
1: Sure. Uh, So my story is fairly serendipitous, um, which is kind of similar for many people, who uh, have been in clinical informatics for a while. Um, So I I did an undergrad degree in engineering physics, so had that kind of science and engineering background, but uh, clinical informatics wasn't even a thing back then, uh, but definitely had that bent. And then when I was doing my fellowship in pediatric critical care, uh, I got introduced to some informatics work from our chief medical information officer and ended up doing a, a master's degree in medical education focusing on clinical decision support um, in the computer systems as a form of just-in-time education.
0: So as, as you're going through your medical training, right, you go to medical school, you, you do your residency and fellowship, and you're like, all right, I'm going to take care of patients. What was the intriguing part of clinical informatics that, that you were like, wow, like this is much cooler than what I was doing before?
1: I got introduced during my pediatric intensive care. Mm-hmm. fellowship um and ended up doing that master's in medical education. And then um and and partly what I was interested in was really kind of the systemic uh, nature of clinical informatics and how, you know, at the at the pediatric critical care level, I was taking care of patients one at a time and I loved that and loved the connection with the patients and the families. Um, but often would see kind of bigger systemic issues. Um, so for example, one of my projects during PICU fellowship was around CLABSIs, around, um, central line, uh, associated bloodstream infections. And, uh, and wanted to think about how to, how to address that from a, you know, a larger systemic level to affect multiple mm-hmm. patients at one time. Uh, and, and realized that one of the ways I could s- to help support that change was through our information system. So that's really what got me intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, when I graduated from fellowship, I took over the, the, uh, the Clinical Decision Support Subcommittee, um, loved that. And then shortly thereafter, we decided to um, switch at, at our hospital, switch vendors for our EHR and uh, had a huge implementation project to put in our new EHR, um, which kind of helped me get fully immersed in clinical informatics. At the same time, clinical informatics became a board-certified specialty. Mm. Um, and so we sat for our boards and I just really got immersed in all of the um core material around clinical informatics, got excited by implementing this new system, which had such potential to affect, you know, entire health systems, uh, uh, services and, and outcomes and clinical practice. And, uh, and so by the time we went live with, um, with our, our new HR vendor, I was, I was fully immersed in sucked yeah. into informatics.
0: So for the the future physician listening to this, who's going to be cussing at their EHR system in, in the near future, what what's your pitch to them to be like, it's, it's worth it, please. Like it, it really makes a big difference in the, in the big picture.
1: Absolutely. Exactly. Just that. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, th- when we started implementing EHRs, everybody was so excited about the potential to kind of standardize practice, to eliminate errors, to build in clinical decision support. Uh, And yet there were, you know, so many changes and so many unintended consequences and and systems, um, you know, just not developed or designed um, as well as they could be um, that it generated a lot of frustration. And that's exactly why we need more physicians involved in this field is to develop these systems into what they should be. So, the, the definition that, that I use for applied clinical informatics is it's the um, implementation, optimization, and critical evaluation of our health information systems and communication systems to improve patient safety, quality of care, patient and, and provider experience, and ultimately patient outcomes. Um, and, right, and that's the goal. But in order to do that well and do that right, we need people who are well immersed and trained in clinical medicine and in the informatics side and can really design these systems um, in the way that they they should be.
0: Yeah. Do you think, and this is a little off script, but it's an interesting question because I am a huge computer nerd and uh, programmer and and very interested in user experience and, and stuff like that. Do you think these EHR systems kind of drop the ball by not getting physicians and and what have become these um, clinical in, informatics uh, people involved from the very beginning or do we, do we think we we just didn't know what we needed?
1: Yeah, I think it's a mixed picture and unfortunately not quite that easy. Um, you know, I think there, there, you know, there were a lot of physicians involved that we, this field didn't exist. Nobody knew, um, you know, what we needed. And so I I think there's a lot of complexity and kind of how we ended up where we did. Um, and, you know, we took a huge, uh, you know, uh, um, embedded system that is incredibly complicated and tried to transition it all from paper to electronic in one go and so i think the first natural um uh, the first natural step is just kind of take what you have on paper and and turn it electronic but of course that has all kinds of unintended consequences and doesn't make the best use of the electronic systems so you had kind of all the pain of the paper world with this new pain of the electronic world um and i think we're just now kind of uh, really seeing some of the opportunities and continuing to optimize the systems. Um, so I don't know if there was a better way to do it, uh, but we are where we are now. And I think this new breed of physician informaticists, you know, people who are kind of growing up in this world, growing up as clinicians and getting trained in all of the literature we now have around informatics um, will continue to make it better.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about those, those future informaticists. What, what traits lead, do you think, to someone being a good clinical informaticist?
1: It's a great question, and I'll say it's a very complicated field. I think you know automatically people think about technology and you know and programmers or people who like tinkering with computers and all of those kinds of things. And I think definitely having an affinity for um, for computers and science and all of that helps. But honestly, um, informatics is you know is is people process technology, and I think the the people part of it is is probably or is by far and away the largest part of that. So I mean, I think. We need leaders who are um, who become experts in implementation science and change management and understanding um, processes and usability and people computer interface. Um, and so, I, I think really having people who like thinking at the systemic level, who um, like creating. Um, a, who who like facilitating large, um, systemic procedural or process changes, um, and who are really focused on improving, you know, improving the quality of our healthcare delivery improving the safeguards for, um, ensuring patient safety, uh, improving efficiency and experience. Having those as your drivers is what's really going to make a good clinical informaticist. Um, but it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things that come into play.
0: For the the student listening to this and they think about clinical informatics and they go, that sounds really interesting, but I I want to go into medicine to take care of patients. What does that role look like uh, now and maybe in the future as a clinical informaticist? Are you 100% doing that? Or are you still doing some clinical work on the side? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, there is an entire spectrum, and I, I think I think the clinical informaticist is kind of a new breed of physician leader that will continue to grow uh, in um, in in scope and in popularity. Um, so so I am continuing to practice clinically, but again, there's there's a wide range of different careers in clinical informatics. So um, I think there are there are some people who have given up clinical practice altogether and are focused completely on their clinical informatics career. There are, um, and then there are people who are doing, you know, mostly clinical time with just a little bit of informatics time. I think early on in, in your career, it is good to have a combination of both. Um, and the way, you know, I think about it, it is uh, kind of twofold. One for my own satisfaction, um, and, you know, job long longevity, um, you know, I really like the clinical care part. It, it, it's, um, it's so meaningful to connect with patients and families to think about the individual patient. Um, uh, but sometimes it you know, definitely gets exhausting. And so, um, or I'll see the kind of same issue popping up over and over and over, or I'll see something in this in the system, in the EHR, that just doesn't make sense. And so going over to the systemic level, uh, and being able to affect change for multiple patients and families um, can kind of be a nice break from that and, and really meaningful. Um, and of course, I've seen, you know, I've seen what we need from the clinical side. Um, but then you get involved in, you know, long meetings and, uh, uh, and uh, you know, and, and sometimes it feels like things are really moving slowly. Uh, and so then I'll go back over to the clinical side. Um, and, and that reminds me, you know, why it matters and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I, I think both sides, um, really help, uh, just, um, create amazing job satisfaction. Additionally, um, both sides really feed each other, right? So I think it it gives me, um, credibility in a leadership role that I, that I use these systems on the clinical side. Um, and you know, when I'm on the clinical side, I see so many opportunities to fix our systems. So my team on the, uh, in the, in the clinical informatics side, sometimes, uh, rolls their eyes when I'm going on clinical service, cause they know they're going to get a hundred tickets for things to fix that week. Cause all of a sudden I'm going to see all these things that I know should be working a different way. Um, but when I use them don't work the way they, that I'm, that they're designed.
0: So talk about, um, the training path to become a clinical informaticist. Do, do people have to do what, what we consider typical kind of clinical residency, or can you go straight into clinical informatics?
1: Yeah. So it's a unique training path for, um, for physicians to become uh, board certified clinical informaticist. So, um, so uh, the first fellowships were started in in 2014 um and there's now 51 fellowships across the nation the way this it works is um you first you, know, you go to medical school then you go to your clinical residency in any field that you're interested in and then clinical informatics is a two year fellowship after your clinical residency is completed so Um, anybody from any, anybody who is board eligible in any clinical specialty can go into this two-year clinical informatics fellowship. The clinical informatics fellowship is, is very different from your clinical fellowship. Um, it is, uh, and they, and I, I'd say there's a lot of variety in the different clinical informatics fellowships across the nation. Um, but it is, um, it is really much more focused on, um, the leadership development, the, uh, the acquisition of knowledge around our information systems and then really applied operational clinical informatics projects um uh, while still maintaining 20% clinical time so that you can maintain your clinical skills
0: for uh you mentioned kind of lifestyle and and satisfaction earlier uh one of those things that affects satisfaction and lifestyle is call I'm assuming, as a clinical informaticist, you're not getting calls in the middle of the night going, "We have a huge data set that needs to be reviewed right now at two o'clock in the morning." What, what does that look like for you?
1: Ah uh, You'd be surprised. Um, <laughs> I would say it's definitely better than pick you call, for sure. Uh, but um, it depends again, on what role you're in. So you know, if you are a Chief Medical information officer, um, you are probably going to be up on those weekends when you're upgrading your entire EHR. Or yeah. if something suddenly goes down, you are definitely going to be called if it's impacting, you know, impacting clinical care. So, um, so there are, there are, you know, there's times when I've been out rounding at three in the morning, um, because we've got some big change in our system going up and I'm trying to support, you know, support end users and support the team. Um, but it is definitely not the, you know, not the frequent all night ICU call that I do there. So I would say it's usually a much better life lifestyle from that perspective.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. for. the the future physicians listening to this who aren't going to go into clinical informatics and aren't going to interact much potentially with, with a clinical informaticist, what do you want them to know about what you do day in and day out to help you do your job?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. And and I do think that, um, some core clinical informatics principles will become more and more a part of medical education. And I would encourage everybody to do um, a clinical informatics rotation, if you can, during residency, just so you understand a little bit more about the systems that are supporting you. Uh, it's so, you know, I do think it's Im- important to realize that this exists as a field that there are people that are getting formal training and understanding how to define, how to develop, uh, and optimize our information systems and our communication systems. Uh, you know, when you are um, when you are trying to do just about any quality or process improvement. In the healthcare systems these days, informatics is almost always a huge piece of that. So making sure that you know who your local clinical informaticists are, and that you're involve- involving them in those project teams, uh, and then um, and then understanding there's you know some basics of like of, of decision support of our electronic order sets of of unintended consequences of automation bias that I think are really under important for. Um, or just for your everyday practitioner to understand, so that they use their systems correctly uh, and don't become and uh, and don't inadvertently contribute to errors um, that can happen from some of the uh, inappropriate or unintended um, uh, uses of our information systems. So again, I think if you can do a rotation, if you can um, engage in some core clinical informatics. Uh, um training as part of your med, med school or residency do that so that you have at least that basic understanding of how our systems are designed and how they work
0: mm-hmm. do you think students who are potentially interested in clinical informatics do you think they should get involved now in 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 programming or design or statistics what 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 do you think helps them in the future
1: yeah great question and I think there's lots of different ways to to get involved so Um, So we have the American Medical Informatics Association, AMIA, um, which is one of of many um, kind of national associations, but there is an AMIA student uh, membership, which is very inexpensive. um, And I think that's a great way to start learning about the field and learning about some of the great work that's going on. Um, uh, There's all kinds of research in, in informatics, and that can be everything from the kind of you know the very data science heavy biomedical informatics to the more applied clinical informatics like like my teams do where you're you know really working in the healthcare systems and um, trying to make a impact you know on the on uh, on the actual delivery of care um, and there's all kinds of ways to get involved with that. Some exposure to computer programming doesn't hurt some exposure to statistics. And then honestly, just getting involved in, in quality improvement and process improvement, and there's a lot of formal training in those areas today. Today, there's a lot of overlap between clinical informatics and those fields, and, um, and I think having some of those formal having some of that formal training in process improvement and quality improvement can help all of these, these fields move forward together
0: yeah i'm a I'm a huge fan of the kind of lean six sigma kind of exactly stuff. that's very right. interesting the the toyota methodologies and um there's a really good book oh I always forget the the name of the book um oh shoot i'm gonna have to look it up as as we're talking um uh, yeah. as as we uh kind of wrap up here um what do you wish you knew um then go going into this field that you know now?
1: Oh, interesting. Uh, well, one, I just wish I knew that the field existed. so i think uh, the, I think the fact that the field is now is now formalized and there is a formalized training path uh, is amazing. And so just encouraging you know people to share this information and and let you know uh, would-be medical students, medical students, residents know this early so that they can explore and decide if this is the right field for them. Um, I think is, the, is I think that's the most important piece because honestly, you know, had this existed back when I was doing my training, I definitely would have done a formal clinical informatics fellowship, uh, just seeing how much of a wide range of different um, areas our fellows get exposed to and, and how much um, knowledge they acquire in the two years is amazing. Uh, and I've learned a lot of it through, uh, through experience, uh, kind of through the hard way, trying to read on my own as I, as I went along. Um, but my fellows are constantly teaching me new things every day um, from all the experiences and all the all the materials they're learning from. So uh, I think that's probably it. it: is just knowing that this field exists and explore it early and decide if you um, if this is the right training path for you.
0: What do you like the most about it?
1: Uh, so many things. Um, but you know, one making a big systemic change that I think either. Um, either improve something uh, for patients um, or for providers, uh, you know, and make their day, their day better. Either one of those is just such a great feeling of accomplishment. We, my team has been doing a ton of work um, for, around adolescents and how to share information appropriate with, appropriately with adolescents and their families um, and, uh, and how to also ensure adolescent confidentiality. Um, in the patient portal and uh, kind of a very niche area, but so hugely important for um, for those populations. And so just really knowing that, you know, we're kind of, uh, we are defining some of the right ways to approach this and and meaningfully affecting patient, uh, adolescents and their families is, is a huge win. So I think anything like that just is immensely satisfying. I also love um, the team aspect of informatics you are constantly working in a collaborative team with specialists you know from from your programmers to your technical analysts to the clinical um, leadership to the operational leadership uh you know nurses physicians pharmacists and so um it's it's definitely a team sport and that can be a a lot of a lot of fun when you're when you're doing a big project
0: Hmm. what do you like the least
1: Long hours, long days of meetings. It is a lot of meetings in my, in my role. And I think, you know, any kind of administrative leadership role, when you get up, the higher you get, the kind of more meetings it is. And so, you know, there'll be days where it's 12 hours or so of meetings. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think it's, it, you know, and it, it's gratifying and I get to set the agenda and set strategy a lot of times. Um, but there are times where I miss kind of being a little bit more on the ground and really driving a project on my own. Mm.
0: What final words of wisdom do you have for the student listening to this, potentially interested in clinical informatics as their future?
1: I think, uh, you know, ex- explore early. Uh, the, the world, you know, healthcare is changing dramatically uh, and uh, our health information systems are, continue to, are going to continue to play a larger and larger role in how we effectively um, and meaningfully deliver care. And so I think at the very least, Understand the basics of this field and understand how um, this field and its specialists will uh, continue to affect healthcare delivery in the future. Um, and you know, uh, at, at most, consider consider whether or not this is the right field for you. And um, reach out to other other folks in the in the field to learn more and to get some experiences so you can decide whether you want to pursue this as a career.
0: Love it! Um, I I just literally finally figured out the name of that book that I was thinking about. Uh, a book that just left a huge impact on me. It's called The Goal. Um, no, I haven't heard by of by. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his first name, but Goldrat is the last name, and and I I loved the book because it's kind of like a fable. It's a really good storytelling book on process improvement. Um nice. and it's it's just really, really good. So highly recommend it to you if you haven't read it and, and to everyone else um out yeah, there. Yeah, I as have well. not
1: heard of that one. I'll have to check it out.
0: Yes, I, I love it. And you gotta let me know if you if you check it out and, and like it. So Will I, do. I appreciate your time. Um and and hopefully we'll get some more uh clinical informaticists out there in the world helping shape the future of medical care.
1: Love it. I'm happy to connect you with people if you want more.
0: All right, so there you have it again, Dr. Natalie Pagler, pediatrician by training, specializing in pediatric critical care, but her main focus now being clinical informatics, very interesting specialty that keeps everything flowing, right? The information needs to keep flowing to take care of these patients. So there's a much broader reach that she is able to have as a physician, helping more patients, helping more physicians do their job, and helping those patients get better. If you're interested in clinical informatics, check out amia.org. Again, that's amia.org. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Specialty Stories.